Welcome, everybody. Uh, my session today is my best tips for grading to vSphere 7 Update 3. Uh, my name is Ariel Sanchez. I work for VMware as a staff technical account manager. And this is my collection of all the tips and lessons learned that we've had over you know, some years of working to getting people uh, to upgrade to latest versions. Um, my Twitter is at Ariel Sanchez More. If you need any help with this, you can either collaborate on GitHub, which is where we're going to go uh, right now, or you can just reach out on Twitter. With that said, come on, Ariel. There we are. Awesome. So what I'm going to do here is go over some of the links, some of the process. There's information for a starter person and information for a very advanced person. So I'm talking here, you know, hey, these are the new capabilities in vSphere 7. The blog post highlighting the 7 update 3 features. Um, it's only available on appliance. Here's why you should be upgrading to up three, you know, U3C at the minimum. There's a lot of good reasons, security-wise. And then I provide some YouTube channels, uh, YouTube sessions that actually go through the whole upgrade process, and they're an hour long. So an alternative take on what I'm presenting today. Um, there's lots of good stuff there. There have been some known issues in 7 Update 3. You might want to take a look at that. I think by now, 7 Update 3F is out. So you know, we'll talk about reading release notes. But you should always be able to find, uh, for example, a complete list of known issues for the version. And you know, make, make sure you're aware of them. They may not apply to you. They may. So important dates, you know, you probably know this already. October 15 is when ESXi 6.5 and 6.7 are officially end of support. What does that mean, really? Well, what it means is that you start into a, something called like uh, technical guidance, meaning GSS will do their best effort to help you, but they're not committed to open PRs so that engineering can fix a bug and come back to it. Now, sometimes we do release uh, updates after that, but, but it's typically related to security problems. So OK, let's talk about general documentation that you can find. So I provide links to the vSphere upgrade documentation. There is a very nice upgrade center. There's an upgrade assessment tool in there, which I didn't find that to be very, very useful. It just tells you which hosts you have on versions that are not 7 already. There's a best practices knowledge base. Everybody asks about that. There's a knowledge base on important information. So I'm going to try to summarize some of those things in this presentation, right? And uh, we also had a, a, a technical account manager do a blog post. So you can also find this in written form. So I, I talked about upgrading to 7 update 3C at, le at least. Uh, there's a reason why. And you can always find the vCenter build versions on site. This was a screenshot at the time. I'll just go down here. What you don't want to find out is that you're on a 6.7 version that was released after the one you're trying to upgrade to. That creates a little bit of a problem because they don't know exactly. You know, they, they don't have a way in time to know what you were upgrading from. So always try to go from a version of 6.7 or earlier that has been released before what you're trying to upgrade to. Right? Just making sure that it's chronologically in order. Um, you might have heard that 7W3 had some you know, problems. It was recalled. That's also why you want to go to 7W3C. You might have downloaded 7W3A or B. Do not use those. Release notes. 
you want to read them as well, make sure. Um, so some highlights. At some point, you heard that we are going to deprecate booting from SD cards. This was an uproar. Everybody was like, hey, guess what? 50% of the customers have SD cards, right? So they roll back that code, and it's still supported. It's being announced that you don't want to install it or buy new hardware with SD cards, but it is still supported. Da -da -da. There is a very important problem with drivers, Intel drivers, in 7 Update 3. I bring it out especially because it will fail your upgrade. There is a path, there's a little script that you run to fix it. Just be aware of it. So this is the part that I enjoy talking about the most, planning your upgrade. So the first thing I would say is you want to minimize unknown risk. So you don't know what you don't know. So do spend some time on actually thinking what could go wrong, you know, or what has been in me in the past. So I'll start with talking about backups. Um, you want to confirm that your backups actually work. How many have tested backups? I know you're all backing up. How many have tested backups? You're, you're smart people because you were burned at some point. Um, you might think, be thinking just the backups of the vCenter, but you also have to back up your distributed virtual switches. Uh, if you have a problem with those, you really need, you're going to have to fall back to the old appliance. And ESXi, when you upgrade ESXi from version 6 to version 7, it's a complete wipe and reformat of the disk. It's, you can't go with Alt-R and go to the previous version anymore. So there's a way to back up your ESXi config and save it in case you need to roll back from 7 to 6. All right. This is, this is going to sound like obvious, but I've seen many people just upgrade production first. No, it starts with your environments that have the less risk. Um, test dev, your QA, your non-prod. Um, you want to have anything that actually is a good test, meaning that it shares storage. It shares backup with production, for example. Um, you have people that are logging into it, so it's, it's more of a real test. You want to start with the things that you manage by yourself, then go to the things that other people are using that have integrations, and leave your production integrations for last. Uh, very important, if you have vCenters in link mode, please know that you do not, you do not upgrade with just one vCenter and leave the others be. You have to shut down all the vCenters, take a cold snapshot of each one of them, and then start the upgrade. I know, it's, if, if you haven't done that, it's, it's kind of scary. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about this in a little bit. So there is something that can make your upgrade stop. If your DVS, if you're using distributed virtual switch, is an older version, it will actually stop. So you may need to upgrade your DVS to a current version before the upgrade can happen. Uh, there is a little risk. There can be a little blip. <laughs> this is a lot of fun because I've done this as a customer. I schedule a change. We do it after hours. I do the upgrade. It was one second, and nothing happened. But again, there is some risk. So we have a, a KB explaining that. All right, perfect. If you have a technical account manager like myself, use them, right? But what most people have is GSS. And what you want to do is when you're starting to do your backup plan, um, upgrade planning, open a preemptive ticket. I think it's set five or something. And you want to tell them, hey, I'm going to upgrade this environment. I want to run a health check on this environment. I want to target, you know, in the next two weeks. I want you to look at my plan. I want you to, you know, make sure that I'm not shooting myself in the foot. And GSS will do that for you. Of course, they will not jump on the call immediately because it's set five, right? So I'm telling you, open it with a little time in the head. But they actually have really cool scripts that can run around and check if your vCenter replication is healthy, if you have enough disk space, et cetera, et cetera. So 
hardware consideration, you might be moving from 6.5, 6.7, where you are fine. Just know that some generations of hardware may not cut it for 7. And you, know, you can try it in the lab and see if it works. If it's a risk. It's a known risk. You need to let your management know. You need to let your colleagues know, hey, you know, Gen 9 doesn't work in, you know, HP Gen 9 doesn't work in, in 7.0, so what are we going to do about that? You know, it's just something, something that you have to research with your server population. So what I like to do is to develop and document a hardware plan. If you write it down, it's so much better than if you just have it in your head. So what I like to do is say, OK, this is what I have today. So vSphere, vCenter, ESXi, what am I running for VDS version? Uh, what am I running for hardware? What versions of firmware and driver are those that once listed, for example, in this little matrix that we serve up here that actually tells you which versions to use? This is, you know, it can take you a, a little while, but this this will avoid surprises when you actually upgrade. Nobody wants to upgrade. Everything looks good, and then you start having driver or, or firmware issues. OK. Now, VUM is no more. Well, actually, it's, it's kind of still there. But vSphere lifecycle management is the new way to do uh, builds in ESXi. So what you want to do is, if you have a test environment, get, your v, get a vCenter upgraded, and then move some of those hardware that you have in your environment bring a representative of each one of them and do the upgrade using the new tool. Um, you want to run that. You want to make sure that it looks good, that it's stable. Put some VMs on it. Let it run for a little bit. Again, I know that most of you don't have a lot of time right now, but it's better to do it this way than to rush into it and have problems. When you do the upgrade from 6 to 7, you will require new licenses. Now, the moment you upgrade your environment, nothing will be complained. You have 60 days to move those licenses from version 6, add the version 7, and remove the version 6 ones. OK, security hardening. It actually doesn't change. And, and for people that are in compliance, you know, you know what I'm talking about. It doesn't change a lot from version 6 to version 7. There's a few new things. Um, but there are some, if, if any of you are STIG customers, there, are, there is actually a KB that says, if you have applied STIG, you might run into a problem with this setting. So I actually don't have that in there. I'll, I'll add it. Um, so just make sure that you take a look at the security hardening guide for the new versions and understand any possible impact. OK, there's a recommended order for all the VMware components. So for example, if you have realized operations, if you have SRM, if you have vSAN, do you have a, I'll, I'll open it real quick here. Let's see, open a new tab. And I'll just. Make it big. I'm sorry, I didn't have it open there. But what I want to point out is that vCenter is rarely sitting by itself. It normally has things that are connected to it. So if you have Lifecycle Manager for vRealize, LogInsight, vRops, those things should be upgraded first. vCenter is actually number eight in this list. So vRNI, SRM, all of these things have to be upgraded first before you actually upgrade the vCenter. At the end, you'll do the vSAN and virtual hardware VMware tools. All right, so just make sure that you are you know, making an inventory of everything that you own, like the, that table that I showed you before. Add your products in there. Make sure that you know what, you're, what versions you're on and if they are supported. Because what you want to check is that, are, is it supported on 6.7? Is it also supported on 7 update 3? If not, you probably have to go to a later version so that you're supported both ways. So this is when I, another. Uh, table that we can do. We can talk about the environment, a vCenter. 
What's integration? Is it backups? Is it you know, Citrix integration into vCenter? What's the required version, current version? Document these things. This is all, <laughs> you know, if you fail to prepare, you're preparing to fail. This is, you, you want to prepare. Uh, this is an example with, with SRM. For 7 update 3, if you're running SRM, 8.5 or newer is required. So this is a particular case in which you have to upgrade SRM more than likely. All right, let's talk about actual things that will bite you during the upgrade. VCA, VCSA free space. Um, when you are upgrading, you will get this option that says, hey, do you want to bring over your um, inventory tasks, events, and performance metrics? That's called seed, I think. It can be very big. And if you do that, the upgrade will take longer. GSS will typically tell you, hey, listen, almost nobody cares about this thing. If you have VROPs, you already have it. Just do it this way. They're also telling you that because copying that means that you ha have to have enough free space in your VCSA. Um, if you don't have enough free, uh, free space, you actually can use the bum partition, and here's a blog post that explains how to do that, and it, it will basically prompt you and say, hey, I don't have enough free space, what do I do? You, get, you tell it, hey, use this one instead, and the upgrade will succeed. So this is the tool that I was telling you GSS has. It's available as a fling. You can download it, and you can run it. It's a PyScript script on your vCenter. It will do a lot of checks, including this. It, it will check replications. It will tell you if you have problems. So one thing you could do is run the tool, take the output, put it in that preemptive ticket. That's, that helps save everybody more time. Now, I don't know if you know Lucio De Lorenzi. He's a really, really good engineer. Um, actually, CSA now. And he made some really good um, blog posts on how to check replication, for example. Uh, how to, you know, how to get to vSphere 7 without dying in the process, pre-upgrade considerations when you have multi-center environments. I think it's good reading, especially if you have problems with there. All right, so you have done your work, you have done your prep work. Now comes the day. So make a checklist of what you're going to do, what order, right? So finish your plan, gather your temporary IP address. Remember, it's a new vCenter, right, that's getting deployed. Make sure that it can access the normal firewall rules that it would need. Uh, I've had situations, especially in, in very segregated environments, where we have needed to get creative so that the new vCenter can actually talk to the old vCenter, things like that. Especially if you're thinking of putting it on a new VLAN, make sure your firewalls are not going to hurt you. Get your software, your ISOs, confirm with you know, SHA-1 or MD5 that you actually got in, uh, the integrity of those downloads. Test that you can access your root, right, and your ESXi host and your vCSA. Set a longer maintenance window than is needed. This is, yes, you, you think it's going to take two hours, you just don't know. And have that ticket handy. If you did everything right here, you can upgrade that to a SEV1 the moment you hit a problem, and all the history is right there. You don't need to explain too much. Another list, uh, back up the environment, you upgrade the vCenter server, you upgrade the plugins right after that. So you may have storage plugins, you may have some other plugins connected to vCenter, that may not work because it's a different version. Remember, we're going to 6 to 7. A lot of things change. Then you're going to upgrade your ESXi host, distributed switches, VMware tools, virtual hardware, vSAN. And then you actually worry about your hardware tools, right? To make sure that you are, you know, if you have Dell or everything else, make sure you're getting your new management up to date. There are some cool new features on, D on the DVS. Let's take a look at time. Oh, we have time. Uh, I want to talk about some post-upgrade considerations. So I have had situations where people upgrade, 
and they don't have the best performance right away. They patch to 7update3f, and performance gets much better. So I don't know exactly if I knew it, I would already put it there, uh, what's going on, but if you run into those performance problems, then make sure that you didn't, you know, if you, and you're on U3C, you want to get 2F. Um, the main thing that I see customers having problems with vSphere 7 is that it, DRS changed. You now get a little VM per host that takes care of DRS. You cannot rename the VM, you cannot move the VM, you do not power it on, you do not power it off. It's totally managed by vCenter. It's, it throws you for a loop. And it actually requires data stores with a specific set of requirements. Not big, but they cannot be data stores used by SRM, and they cannot be, I think, vSAN data stores. Eh, I don't know. I might be wrong on that one. But this is why you want to test. This is why you want to test, put actually upgrade a vCenter, put some host in there, see how the new DRS works, figure out if it's not working. More than likely, you have SRM data stores, or you don't have enough data stores in that environment. There's a way to actually tell it, hey, use these data stores, and it should work out. Um, again, that same ticket that you open is the same ticket that you can use for troubleshooting sometimes. And um, that's the end of this today. So that's where, uh, this, you know, considering we have a little time, yeah, we have eight minutes. We should be able to do some Q&A straight up. Go for it. So what I heard is host profiles, your version six, then you will have to produce a new host profile from version seven. So once you upgrade one host, then you export it. There, I have, and that's a question I've actually run into as a, as a TAM. There is no way to upgrade a host profile from version six.